Welcome everyone. I'm Sue Barber, author, former IT director for a Fortune 500 company, turn executive coach, and this is the Visibility Factor Podcast, where we explore how to raise your visibility and play bigger at work and in life. We'll explore key topics and welcome guests that help you shift your thinking about yourself so you can see new possibilities for your leadership. I'm on a mission to create a visibility movement for leaders to show their value and be seen for their true talent. Are you ready to take the next step towards a higher level of visibility for yourself? Let's go. Hello, everyone. This is Sue Barber. I am so happy to have you join me today on the Visibility Factor podcast. In today's episode, I wanted to share a little bit more info on what you can expect on the podcast, share my journey with visibility with you, a little bit about my career, and also some of my top lessons learned. Let's get started. So here's a little bit about me and my career. My visibility journey has been a bit of a roller coaster, if I'm honest. There are times where I thought I was doing a great job and was told that I wasn't. And there were times that I heard other people hearing feedback from their managers that they needed to do more. And I thought, you know what? I've got this. I don't need to do anything else. I'm doing a great job. It was a kind of a kick in the gut to me when I found out that I had to work on my own visibility. I spent 26 years with Kraft Heinz and all the iterations of the name Kraft and Kraft Foods and Kraft Inc. throughout the years. And you may think that's kind of interesting. She's been with one company the whole time. Well, I was. And that's what I did. When we left college, we were told, go find a good company to work for, spend your whole career there, and then retire from there. That was my plan. The plan did not exactly turn out that way, but that's where I started. So I had many roles at the company that ranged from an individual contributor up through a director. I worked in three different functions, sales, supply chain, and IT. And my experiences really helped contribute to my growth and learning as a leader. I could move from one function to another and still have success. Did I face doubts? Yes. Did I struggle? Yes. But that's part of the journey. You get to try things. You get to make mistakes. That's how people learn. I think for much of my career, I wore a badge of perfection, like I was so proud of it, and tried to do all the right things and never make a mistake. And I've learned a lot since then. Making mistakes really helps to make a big difference in your life. It helps you grow. It helps you see things differently. It helps you see that there's possibilities that you can't even consider before. So many of the roles that I had in the organization were roles that I didn't necessarily understand the content or have a ton of knowledge for. And I had to learn how to rely on the leadership experience that I had, the things that I'd already learned, other people that could help me, and my team. One example, I took on a role as a network infrastructure lead. On paper, that would not be the lead role you would give me. I did not have any network infrastructure background or understanding of all of the terminology, and there is a lot of technical terminology there. And I had a great team who helped me. They wanted someone to come in and lead. They wanted someone to come in and help align things and make decisions and help the team grow. Those were my strengths. So don't be afraid of taking on a role that doesn't seem like a perfect fit for you. Don't be afraid to try things that are out of your comfort zone because that's how you grow. If I look back on all of the different roles I had, each one contributed to me learning something that would apply for the next one, that I could really add like tools to my little toolbox, if you will. And it helped me get to the place that I am today. And many of those roles, I've leveraged the experiences I've had and how I grew in those roles to help other leaders. 
Because now as a coach, I have to help people think about things differently. I'm asking questions to get them to see things in a different way, to get them to see themselves in a different way. And that's not something that you can always do easily, but I can understand where they're coming from. I'm not going to tell them what to do, but I'm going to ask questions so that they can start to think about that for themselves. I realized through all my experiences that visibility isn't something that's taught. It isn't something that people just get to learn in management one-on-one classes or even learn in some leadership programs. A lot of people don't talk about it, but it's one of those things that's so important. And my experiences of being told that I didn't have enough visibility, that I wasn't doing enough, really helped put me on this path. It made me find ways to do it that worked for me. I observed other people. I had conversations with people to see what they were doing. I tried to figure out ways that I could adapt what people were doing and make it work for me so I wouldn't feel like an imposter by trying it. I worked with a coach who helped me really see that I could take some small actions and really make a difference. It was one of those things that was very pivotal for me in my career. And my level of visibility just continued to grow as I moved up in the organization. When you think about an individual contributor role, they're really tasked with performing and delivering projects or their work. That's what they're rated on. But as you progress to higher levels, say a director, a VP, and certainly at a C-suite level, visibility becomes an important role that you have to play. You have to be in front of people. You have to give speeches. You have to give presentations. You have to really develop your team. And a lot of visibility is around those things. You may hear it called executive presence. You may hear leadership presence. Whatever term you may use for it, visibility is one of the key things that helps you get new opportunities. It helps you get in front of other people so that they can see you. Many experiences that I had were unplanned. Things that just kind of showed up in my world and I had to be ready for And if I hadn't done some of the work beforehand, I would not have been ready for those things. As I got into coaching and learning more about visibility, I really wanted to take some of the things that I had learned and help other leaders. I wanted them to understand that they could be visible in a way that worked for them. They could sit at the table, they could try things, they could speak up, they could share information. They wanted to do things that were different, that was okay. They didn't have to do things like everyone else. Many people today, especially with social media, see what everyone else is doing and think that they have to do the same. If you want to stand out, do something different. Do something the opposite of what everyone else is doing because that's what people are going to see about you. That's what's going to make them see that you have a new way of doing things. You have something that's different than what everyone else has. Can you still deliver? Yes. Can you make a difference for your team? Yes. But you have to find ways that are going to make you stand out and be unique. Because when they make those decisions, that's what they're looking for. The experience that I've had of working at a company and then also now as a coach showed me that there's new paths to pursue. When I work with clients now, I help them think about ways to do something that is very different, talk about themselves in a very different way, highlight the things that they're doing, share the information with clients or with their management or with their peers about what they're doing Because if someone doesn't know what they're doing, then they may not be the person that's considered for that next opportunity. I'm so glad for all of the experiences that I had with the company. They taught me a lot. I had a lot of leadership opportunities. I had a lot of 
programs that I got to be a part of that not everybody got to have. And those things I did not take for granted. I learned so much and was so grateful for those. And they have helped me so much, not only in as a coach, it's helped me help my clients, but I've also got to consult with companies on business and HR and goals and strategy and operations, things that I knew at the company, but never realized how much I could apply for other people. I could help them if they had not learned those things yet or they had never had experiences like that yet. So sometimes you can go into those situations thinking, wow, I know all this. They probably know it too. And realize that you actually know a lot more than you give yourself credit for. It's happened time and time again for me, and I know it's happened for many of the people that I used to work with. As I left the company, I had to start to create my own credibility because I no longer had the craft name next to me. I had to stand on my own with my own name, And I couldn't have people still thinking of me as an IT director from Kraft. I now had to be a person who is a thought leader on leadership development. I had needed to talk to them about what coaching was. I needed to show them the value that I could provide to them in terms of leadership development, visibility, authenticity, career transition. All of those areas really cross where visibility can show up for you. And it can create doubts for you, especially if you've never done any of those things before. I wanted to share my stories with people and let them see that I had made this transition into coaching and consulting. And I reached out to someone who had done a great job of that and asked for his opinion. He was kind enough to say, Sue, it's really easy. Just write a blog. And then I looked at him and said, that's not going to happen. (laughs) I've never written a blog. I don't know how to write a blog. How could I do that? And he said, Sue, you know a lot. You can write a blog. Just talk about your own stories. And so I did. I wrote a blog every day for 18 months because I wanted people to hear my stories, to hear the things that I thought about in terms of those specific areas of leadership and visibility. And I wanted them to know that they could make the transition if they wanted to for their own careers. It helped me learn a lot about myself as a writer. It helped me learn a lot about myself and what my own ideas were and find my voice. And that has helped me so much since I've created this business six years ago. Today, I work with clients one-on-one. I help them see what's possible for them in terms of their career changes that they want to make, leading teams, navigating politics within an organization, help them with specific programs that they want to build or workshops that they want to have on communications just really helping them navigate some of the growth and business challenges that they have. It is beyond rewarding for me to do that. I absolutely love what I get to do every day. And I know that not everybody has that. And so when I work with them, what I want to do is bring some fun, enthusiasm, support, possibilities, just ways for them to start to see things differently, create things that are possible for them and help them see that they could have a job that they love, that they want to get out of bed for every day if they just make some slight changes. So as you can see, there has definitely been a roller coaster of me learning about visibility, the importance of it, why it makes a difference to get in front of people and let them know what you can do and how you can really add value, bring capabilities to a role that maybe they didn't see. Don't be afraid of those things. Take your opportunities, 
when they come in front of you and just take advantage of them. Take the opportunity to do something different that really shows you as a different type of leader than maybe someone has seen. A couple of people have done things outside of an organization too that helps to demonstrate visibility. For example, someone might be in the military reserve and leading hundreds of people, but in their role in the company, they maybe haven't got to show leadership yet. Talk about that. Share what you have done outside of the company and how that's contributing to the leadership that you could actually bring into an organization. Other people are leading on boards or nonprofits. Don't be afraid to talk about those experiences too because it doesn't always have to be within the company that you show leadership. It can be outside as well. I hope this helps you start to think about visibility. Obviously, there's going to be plenty of topics around visibility that we're going to share throughout the podcast episodes and through interviews with people. I wanted to share a little bit about my career with you because I wanted you to see that I didn't have it all figured out. I had to have a lot of ups and downs to figure out what visibility was for me, how to do it in an authentic way, and to be able to share those ideas with you to know that you can do it too. I have since learned a lot about visibility since I left the company, and as a coach, I help people with it every day. I've just continued to learn and grow around what visibility means, and there are so many ways to do it. I talk about it in the Visibility Factor book that I wrote, and you're going to hear a lot more about that on the next episode, but I wanted people to have ideas because I didn't know where to start. So my goal with this podcast is to start helping you see what's possible to start to help you see what the ideas could look like and how you can take them and embrace them. Don't be afraid of them. You can do great things with your visibility and help people see you in a new way. I also wanted to share a little bit about me personally. I live in the Chicago area, close to the Wisconsin border, and I have three great kids, two girls who are out of college, and my son who is a sophomore in high school. I also have my husband, Mike, who I've been married to for many years, uh, and we have lived not only here in Illinois, but we also lived in Georgia for nine years, uh, where he was a police officer, and that's where I actually started with craft in sales was in Atlanta. So when I moved back to corporate to um, move up and take a promotion, we moved back here. And so we've had a great time living here. We have a wonderful neighborhood that we live in, a lot of great friends. Uh, We now have two cats uh, who are a little crazy, but we love them. And it's just been a wonderful place to live, a lovely place to raise kids. And um, I just really enjoy our life here. And I built my own office as part of, uh, I guess, what everybody else did in pandemic, right? You build an office or you add onto your house. And um, it used to be a screen porch, and now it's my kind of my nice haven that I get to work in every day, and I absolutely love it. So that's a little bit about me. I hope it gives you some insights into who I am. You'll hear a lot more as we have future episodes, but I thought it might be helpful just to give you an inside glance into who I am. And now let's talk a little bit about what the podcast is going to offer for you on each episode. This podcast has been a dream of mine for about six years, and I'm so beyond excited that it's happening. I've been a guest on many wonderful shows, and I've really enjoyed it, and it's a lot of fun to get to meet podcast hosts and hear what they're doing and share what I'm doing. I remember the fear I had, if you talk about visibility in that way. The very first podcast I was ever on, uh, they sent me questions, and I literally wrote out all my answers for each question before I did the podcast. 
And afterwards I thought, wow, that was really a lot more fun. (laughs) I thought I was really nervous and it was actually a lot of fun. And so I took that experience and really just went into every other podcast with enthusiasm and fun and sharing a lot of information. And I'd love to do that same thing here. I want to really create a, a show that creates opportunity for people to learn new things, to add value for you, to help you be able to listen to the conversations I'm having with people who are guests. Because as I thought about it, I'm having great conversations every day with leaders and coaches and entrepreneurs. I get to hear about their business challenges, opportunities, and we celebrate the wins. There are so many people out there in the world doing great things. I talked to one this morning and he said, do you know how many people don't know about us? We're like the best kept secret sometimes. If we don't talk about what we're doing, who's going to know about us? And he's right. I meet all those people, but you don't get to meet them. And so I thought, why not share that with you? Why not bring those conversations to you so that you can hear what they're doing? These are going to be mentors and managers and coaches and authors, entrepreneurs. I wanted to create episodes that help you learn and be able to take at least one thing away every episode. Sometimes though, much like this one, I'm going to do solo episodes, especially if I think there's a topic that might be beneficial for you to hear, maybe something that I've learned that I wanted to share with you and I think would benefit you. I want to make sure that I'm bringing relevant material. I want to make sure that you have some actionable things to do after every episode that you can go apply to your leadership and to your role. You can always share ideas with me too. I always will share my contact information in the notes, so don't hesitate to do that. Some of the guests that I am excited to bring on to the show, I have been on their shows, and the conversations we've had have been amazing. There's just such a wealth of experience out there, so I'm looking forward to bringing those people to you And if you have ideas of guests that you think would be beneficial for me to talk to, don't be afraid to share that too. I also want to do some kind of cool episodes where I coach people. If you've never worked with a coach before, I thought it might give you kind of an inside look into what it's like to be coached, how it can help you, and what a big impact it can make in a very short period of time. I may also share case studies with you, things that I've done with clients and how it's helped them because I want you to see that there are things that people are doing every day to really grow and develop and shift their mindset and into becoming a bigger leader. And sometimes a case study is a really great way to do that. In every episode, what I also wanted to do for you was share visibility tips that I think can help you. I wanna share the things that I have learned or my clients have learned. And so just look for that at the end of every episode that you will have a visibility tip that you can apply. I hope this helps give you some ideas of where this podcast is going. It probably will evolve over time. But one of the things that I want to do is just bring great conversations to you. The idea of what a coach looks like, how a coach works, how leadership and visibility can make a difference for you, and really just have a lot of fun. I think it's about having fun and not trying to be perfect. At least that's my goal. So I hope that's what you take away from the podcast and that you get to experience that as well. So what are some of the things that I wanted to share with you today? Some of my own career lessons, some of the things that I learned over the years of working at the company and since working as an entrepreneur. Look for opportunities. They are everywhere. 
Don't discount them because you may be afraid or think that you're not ready. Just look for them and try to find a way that you can contribute to it. How could you add value? How could you maybe connect someone else to help do that, whatever that opportunity is? Don't be afraid of it. When that opportunity comes up for you, it it happened for me many times, I just had to be ready. I just had to say, you know what? You don't know what to do. You don't have all the answers. You just need to jump in and figure it out and bring some people in to help you. And that works so well. I know it sounds scary. Don't be scared. It's going to be great. Just take one small step. What's the first thing that you can do and make it happen? What's the second step I can do? Make that happen. Just take small steps and pretty soon you're going to figure out what to do. You're going to figure it all out. But don't feel like you have to have all the answers up front. That's just not always the reality, especially in a corporate world that changes a lot. The last one and one that I've learned a lot about since becoming a coach and having my own business, but also as a leader, I've been talking to a lot of clients about this, is don't be afraid to speak about yourself the way that you want others to speak and think about you. If you talk about yourself and put yourself down and say, you know, I don't really know a lot about this. I'm still learning. I really, you know, I want to be better. What does that tell that person? Okay, I'm not, that person's not very confident. They need to learn a lot yet. They're still trying to figure it out. So talk about the way that you want others to think about you. You know what? I am so excited for this opportunity. I'm learning a lot. I'm growing. I haven't got it all figured out yet, but I'm going to. Can you hear a difference in the in the way that I describe those two conversations, right? So think about the words that you're using, the way that you talk about yourself, because that's what people think about you. They either see you in a positive way or they're going to create perceptions that may not be so positive. But you get to decide what you say about yourself and your team and your work. So don't be afraid to practice that. Have that ready to go when you're ready for the next conversation so it comes across in the way that you want it to. I hope these tips were helpful for you and I look forward to speaking with you on the next Visibility Factor episode. Thanks so much for listening to the Visibility Factor podcast. Remember that visibility starts with small steps that are intentional and consistent each day. Be bold, be visible, be the leader you were meant to be. Find us and subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and wherever else you listen to podcasts. Follow us on all of our social media platforms, which are highlighted in the show notes. Thank you for listening, and we'll see you next time on the Visibility Factor Podcast.